This is Katie and Kay Carbondale. You're listening to Geek Speak. This is Matt McBear from Roaring for a Help Desk in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. How's it going, Matt? Going well, Louie. We got two two shows in a row on schedule here. On schedule. Man. Uh, yeah. This could be the beginning of something big. <laughs> <laughs> or the end of something big. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But hey, man, we're here on President's Day. Yes. I don't know if we've ever done a show on President's Day before or not. I know we've done April Fool's. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a, a gimme for us, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it should be. Yeah, since it's the first Monday, you know, if it is, if we Monday. ever do one on April Fools again, we really need to come up with a really good like lineup of just completely fictitious stories about all the new technology people can buy and just to just to mess with. Louis, you're in luck. Yeah. Yeah, April first is Monday. Oh. Well, now we've already tipped our hand, so. So tune in for lots of really accurate tech information on April 1st. <laughs> You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK, 970-963-2976 if you want a, a topic for us to, to talk about. Yes, or, the way this works, you break your technology, you call us. And we tell you to turn it off and back on again. We give you the radio equivalent of a dumb look, and then we turn you to, tell you to turn it off and back on again, and... And you say thank you, and uh, we're off to the next caller. So it's, uh, you know, somebody was asking me how the, the landscape of the tech industry has changed. And I said, you know, whenever a Generation X, Y, or Z person takes over as the front desk manager in an office, I basically say, it's been good knowing you. Because now they have an on-site person to tell everybody to turn it off and back on again. Right, it reduces and, uh, our our load by 85 or 90 percent exactly and then yeah. things that actually go wrong we can actually then then yeah. they call us and go yeah. hey this is actually yeah. broken or the generation x y or z person googles it just like we do right <laughs> and then fixes it and then they call and say never mind we got it <laughs> so anyway fortunately there are enough guys like me out there running offices who haven't dedicated or wasted their entire lives learning about computers who are still calling for help. So um, anyway, uh, you got any exciting stories on your uh, blotter there, Matt? No, not particularly. No? Let's see. Um, so I, I know you saw a thing about the, uh, uh, what is it, the Apple Vision Pro? Was it Vision Pro? See, they are called the Vision, let's see, yeah, Vision Pro. So, and I'd be really interested if any of our, if any of our listeners have uh, had firsthand experience with the Vision Pro. The Vision Pro is a $3,499 virtual reality headset that Apple's been um, tooting the horn about for the longest time. And um, I guess it has a uh, one-week return window uh, when you purchase one. And uh, we're, I guess we're kind of getting close to the end of the one-week return window for the very— Oh, it's been available for two weeks, and uh, some of their most dedicated customers are returning the device to get their money back. And— um, I heard a number of different reasons uh, that this may be, um, but you know the general uh, consensus is that uh, you know it's it's fun in the in the Apple Store showroom. Um, they get excited about it. They hand over the credit card, and then they get it home and they go, 
I'm really not sure how much I'm going to use this. <laughs> and I guess there are a limited number of apps that are actually really designed to operate with it. So um, a lot of a lot of people are bringing them back, which is really kind of shocking for Apple. It doesn't that generally doesn't happen with Apple. And um, so, but it's good to know that they're human or something. Right. Yeah, I'll be, cu- <laughs> yeah, be curious to see how it because you know I think the Vision Pro is really meant for professionals to as like an SDK is my understanding like uh-huh. a, like a software development kit so you get the hardware and then you can build the software on top of the hardware it's really mm-hmm. more it focused for you know uh, <coughs> professional programmers uh-huh. to get a hold of the, the hardware and figure out cool things to do with it got it and I, I think yeah. in the next probably 18 to 24 months I think there's supposed to be a uh, more entry-level consumer mm-hmm. version yeah uh, coming through that's to for for that's more focused on that market for doing home things and the, the yeah. developers will have time to have had mm-hmm. time to to build neat applications and tools it. for it. Well, it looks like we have a call. You're on with the geeks. Hey geeks, it's Donna. Can you hear me okay? We can. Can you hear I'm us good. okay? Hey. Yes, I can. Good. Hey, I have a couple of questions for you. Sorry to interrupt about the Apple Vision. Did, did you go buy one? The Vision no, Pro. No, I didn't. Donna, I thought you would do that. Let you be our beta tester. (laughs) I would like to. Sorry, I didn't mean to short circuit what you're going to (laughs) say. That's okay. How much are they, by the way? How much? Um, Thirty. A mere thirty-five hundred bucks. Ah, yeah, Yeah. just the price of a you know used car. Yeah. (laughs) Or well, used bicycle. You haven't looked looked at used cars recently. Say used car two years ago, maybe. (laughs) No, I meant I meant like a 2020 Honda Civic. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, at two thousand, two thousand. Okay, that's getting closer. Yeah, there you go. So, well, anyway, yeah. what were you caught? Were you gonna? Um, what story yeah, do you I, have? A couple of questions. One is, um, do you? I I saw an advertisement the other day for something called I think Delete Me. Have you heard of that? It like gets your information off the internet. I yeah, I've started researching those just because I get so much. Spam. So I've I've been trying to decide if I wanted to try delete me, or uh, uh, incogni. I think is the other. There's a there's several of them. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna continue doing some research and uh, might try one of those for a year and see if it cuts down on on spam and and some just just to, and increase a little bit of security mm-hmm. just to get my you know because my I've run a business so I've been public for. Uh, well, almost mm-hmm. twenty years. So it's like it. My my email address is everywhere. So, uh, you know, clean that up. Get that. Use them to clean it up a little bit and mm-hmm. see if see if it gets cleaned up and I get less spam and and attack vectors. So what things. you're saying is you're still in beta testing. I was say I'm still in research. Okay. So I have not chosen yeah, one and yeah. tried it yet. Okay. So I I've watched a couple YouTube videos on people who have tried it and. Anyway, so mm-hmm. I I'm, think it's a great topic, though. Donna, have you uh, like started using one of those or uh, like been researching it? No, but I'm thinking about it. You know, first I'm going to do my taxes, which, by the way, has I have another question. But after I get all that big project done, then I'm thinking about looking into this because I've used the same email address forever. Like I have a me.com, which is the original Apple. Uh huh. And people are always like, what is that? I've never heard of that email address, <laughs> me.com. <laughs> so yeah, it went from me.com to mac.com to, to I don't know if it was ever apple.com. I don't think so. No. A- iCloud. I think it went to iCloud, so, yeah, and then after that. Right, directly. Yeah. So yep. 
Anyway, um, yeah, so my address is all over as well, and I'm just, I just, uh, you know, I do have kind of a spam email, a Gmail account that I use. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to kind of get clear up both of those. So if you you research it and have a recommendation, I I would really like to hear that. You have to buy it for each email address, it kind of looked like to me. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So just as a a kind of a buying, you know, the way they're, they're selling, it's like, give us your email and like your first name, last name, and a couple other pieces of information, and we'll go out and see who we can find and see if we can do that to, to remove well, that. Well, it's really hard databases. because one of the things that I've been actually looking at are a lot of privacy policies, and they all automatically enroll you for marketing, and the only way to get off their marketing list is to, to actually like fill out a form and mail it in. Huh. Because so, you yeah. know, there's You'd also. Think they would do it electronically. I think the uh, no. first the the pioneers. Well, I don't I don't know for sure this the pioneers, but the one I've been hearing about for years, uh, there's one called Reputation Defender, uh, as well. <clears throat> that's been uh, at it for okay. several for a number of years, and um, so I, you know I suppose the argument could be made that um, they may be a little more developed or advanced in their approach to it. Um, but that's only... well, it sounds like they may have a little different target, but mm-hmm. we'll have to see. I have to. I'll read up on them. Yeah, well, they basically just you look, know, they look for uh, erroneous, you know, negative postings about you, and uh, and use their magic to get rid of them for you. So, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, well, very yeah, cool. um, yeah, that's really interesting. But uh, yeah, so let me know if you guys do any research on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me. And I'm, I'm still. Say, I'm still self-promoting. So, um, <clears throat> I, I I'm going to wait a couple more years before I start doing that. So, I want to. I want to. Uh, right. Yeah. I want to do it on my personal email, not my work. Yeah. yeah right. No, no. Um, I meant my personal one too. I'm. I'm just pretty. You know. I'm kind of a megalomaniac. So, it's like. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, we're we're in a small town up there, so everybody yeah. kind of knows you in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. That that's true. I mean, we we do get a little bit complacent, you know, and it is a little scarier when you're in, you know, down in the human soup, you know, in the big cities and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. it, um, yeah, I could see it be being pretty dangerous because there's just you know there's somebody lurking around every corner that wants to part you with your hard-earned money. So, yeah. well, it does seem like a really good business if it works. Mm-hmm. Delete me or incognito. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Delete me oh. sounds kind of final. That's that's uh, a little scary. <laughs> yeah, right. The other question I had, you know, since you guys have GeekSpeak, I would think that you might be able to get a free year to try it or whatever, three, six months or something. You know, that's that's a great point, and I'm going to get I'm going to get online and <laughs> get one of those right away. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, the other question I have for you, while you have a minute is what do you guys I know you 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 have like QuickBooks or whatever for your business but do you use any online you know Quicken or anything like that for just personal stuff or do you just keep all your stuff on a spreadsheet or what do you guys do Matt I just keep everything in the I just have a couple of online services and I keep I just keep them you know in there so just I don't really have anything outside you know everything anything that's you know uh, business related is i'm using uh 
uh, Invoice Ninja to to generate those reports and generate in, uh, invoices and all those things uh, for running my business. And then all my account stuff is just you know in a couple of in my you know online with a couple vendors. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a lot of things all over the place. I have it f- fairly consolidated. Well, I recently yeah. got a scan snap, and let me tell you, that thing is great Those are fantastic. for scanning in receipts. I really like it, and scanning in photos, and and it just sizes it and everything. I, I'm just really impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's amazing yeah. how I'm, it was probably six or seven years ago I was really hot on those, and I was, you know, turning people on to them right and left, and, uh, and, uh, and I'd kind of forgotten about them, so thank you for reminding me. Yeah, especially when it comes to like mileage or, or not necessarily mileage because I do that on a spreadsheet, but all the receipts that I keep for my for my um, commercial rental mm-hmm. that I have and stuff like that. You know, I'm doing a lot of kind of remodeling lately, so I have tons of receipts, and yeah. it just makes it a lot easier because those receipts fade. You just can't save them anymore. Mm-hmm. Totally trying to go paperless. Yeah. So I use a uh, cigar box and a bunch of post-it notes for my personal finances. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. it's really funny. I'm going through a lot of papers, and you'd be shocked at how many sticky notes I've been throwing out. And yeah, you know, pretty funny. Do you remember there used to be there? There was an online. Was it an app that? Uh, for taking, you take pictures of your receipts, and the app was called Shoeboxed. Do you remember that? Oh, right. I thought you'd put, yes, in, put all did. your receipts in a shoebox and send it in or something. That's or? one way of doing it. But no, the right. the app is called Shoeboxed, oh. and you just basically you use this in the online uh, the on oh. the onboard camera on your phone and takes some takes pictures of them and puts them in a digital repository and it uh, totals them up. And I think you can actually, if you like, you know, have really good writing, you could like write what category it is on the receipt and then it'll go ahead and at the end of the month it'll send you a spreadsheet uh, report of you know just what all yeah how much you spent on fast food and so forth you know things like that mm-hmm. um i personally am still using quickbooks um begrudgingly um just because i feel like the you know everything is uh quickbooks desktop is all subscription based now i don't know if you knew that or not um, yes yeah mm-hmm. and it's almost 700 dollars a year and um it's just too much i know I it really is and um the one thing i was going to say just you know because we can kind of give people a cautionary tale here um there's an issue with uh the quickbooks online if you uh download an accountant's copy um you can uh if you, you can download the accountant's copy and then uh the accountant works on it um, there have been issues with data corruption when you restore it um, back up. So, wow. um, so you basically the way to use it is well, first of all, people um, people hate it, <laughs> but uh, if you are going to use it uh, and you want use it with your accountant, you're best off just letting them log in um, to it and uh, mm-hmm. and work on it that way rather than you know giving them a, a copy of the the company file. Right. So, yeah. So. The, the other thing I've been wondering is, you know, I have a couple of credit cards that I'm wondering if I should just use one for all my, my, you know, write-offs, so to speak, my, mm-hmm. re, re, you know, and then use the other one for personal. And that way, it just makes it easier for 
keeping track of. Expenses. Yeah, it, it really does. And, you know, like uh, about a year ago when Tammy and I were getting ready to buy the rock shop, um, you know, we started incurring all these expenses that were related to the shop and related to the purchase of the shop. And we that's what we did. We went and just opened another, you know, simple Liberty Bank account and, you know, got a set of debit cards and just did everything, all that stuff on those. So we had them nicely compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all yeah. So anyway, easy. those are just a couple ideas. Yep. All right. Well, hey. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, I'll thanks for calling in. I'll listen to the rest in. of the show. Yep. Have a good okay. week. Take care. Talk to you later. Yeah. You too. Bye. 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 You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. We have a few more minutes left. 970-963-2976. All right. That was Donna Dalton, our foreign correspondent. Yeah. Getting it work, getting it done down on the front range. So let's see here. So we talked about the Apple um, Vision Pro, and uh, we'll circle back to that in about six months and see. Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody will have them by then. Everyone. Yep. <laughs> Matt and I will be trying to figure out how to work on them. <laughs> so, but uh, that, for better or for worse, one of the things about Apple products anymore is they're making them more and more difficult for guys like us to work on them. So it's um, yeah, it's unfortunate. A lot of waste. It really is. You know, I mean, especially you know, I, I'll issue my warning if you if you're in the market for a new Apple computer. Get as much memory and as much storage as you possibly can because you can't even imagine what you're going to need it for. But if you go with that 240-gigabyte hard drive and 8 gigabytes of RAM and you get a little ways down the road and you want to start doing some video editing, uh, you're going to you're going to need a new computer. You're going to have a bad you know? time. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And there's no upgrade. That's, yeah, there's no upgrade yeah, path there's, currently. Yeah, there's, there's there every, everything in there is soldered in. Uh, I don't care how good you are with the soldering iron. Uh, you you can't take them out and put new stuff in. It's you're, you're just you know basically. Well, a lot of that stuff, the, the memory and the processor and the CPU is on a single chip. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing I think that's separate is the storage, and it's it's divvied up in a weird way and, and it's soldered in. So you have yeah, it may it may be technically possible to upgrade it, but yep. it probably will never work right again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So at what point did they start soldering the storage on? Was it around 16 or 17? Seven, I think 16. Yeah, 16 or 17. Okay. Got it. Yeah, cuz I have a client that I think I, I think their t- 2016 just died mm-hmm. and I'm like I I can't do anything unless yeah. I can get this I have to send it off to Drive, drive savers can do it. Just, yep. just so you know. Um well, I was just going to get the get it bootable again cuz it's probably <clears throat> a power supply or something. Oh, got it. You know, yeah. some little chip in there's yeah. decided to cook off. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so if you, you should be running Time Machine. If, you, if you're a Mac user, you should be running Time Machine no matter what um, because Time Machine is, like, just one of the best things in the world. Um, if you have a 2016 or later MacBook, it is even more imperative that yep. you um, are using Time Machine because, I'll tell you a cautionary tale, um, I had a, a client with some extremely valuable videos on his uh, laptop and uh, his motherboard, his logic board crashed. And um, the only way to access, to, to retrieve, uh, he had not been backing up, no time machine backup. The only way to retrieve that stuff was to send it off to Drive Savers. And it cost 4800 bucks to get it all back. And they got it all back, but they have to go in with some microscopic leads and connect to just the right contacts. 
And so it seems up, like the board, know, it seems like know. sending the sending it off to get repaired would have been cheaper, but um, depending on what exactly happened. Well, we'll yeah, I, I was going to say I think the uh, I think it was deemed irreparable um, before so they had know, to, we, we went through all that before. So they had to choose. So. They, had, they had to yeah have the chips dump the data yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was I think still under warranty or something. See, but like that doesn't that. do you but any we good. To, we had to take it into an Apple shop for them to declare it unreparable irreparable and then um then we sent it off to drive savers and um they they did their magic but like i said 4800 bucks later um so yeah 9632976 if you are thinking about calling still uh you're listening to geek speak yeah uh, sorry matt i didn't mean oh. to cut you off no you're good so. uh so n- next thing is uh there's a big european satellite that'll make a uncontrolled reentry on earth to Earth near I on Wednesday. Un, I love uncontrolled reentries. That's yeah. awesome. It sounds like they ran it out of fuel about, uh, they, so they deorbited it from like 400 miles, four or 500 miles to 300 miles, so there's a little more mm-hmm. atmospheric drag. And uh, that was in 2011, so now it's continuing to deorbit in, in mm-hmm. that drag. And on Wednesday, it looks like it'll fall out of the fallout. So, all right, is it gonna? Are we gonna get to watch it from here? Or do we have to wear special glasses? Or you know, yeah. I it doesn't give a location, unfortunately. So I bet as it gets closer, there might be some. So uh, they're just trying to avoid lawsuits because you know people get all excited and then it crashes in the wrong place. And, right. It yeah. says that uh, 115 pounds may make it through reentry. Okay. So 50 50 kilograms parts. It's like may- a microwave oven. Yeah, a, a very big microwave oven. Okay, we got a few more. Se- <laughs> All right, got another call. You're on with the geeks. Hello. Hi, this is Aaron Lemel. Uh, I was giving you guys a call. It's nice to hear your voices. Hey, great to hear yours, man. Thanks for calling. Um, actually, I wanted to call and ask ask you a quick question. Um, so my iPhone is I've replaced the screen three times. And I'm wondering if it's just—it's actually worth it for me to, to to actually just get a new phone. Like, well, should I give up on this old ass thing or not? You know, uh, I was going to ask you: Did you was it repaired by an Apple um, repair shop, or was it uh, by one of the you know kind of uh, neighborhood corner stores? It's a neighborhood corner store and micro solutions. Got it. And, it. and nothing against those guys. I, I don't mean to take anything away from them, but it, just as far as getting a you know good solid warranty on it, um, you might want to consider maybe a mail in. You know, maybe maybe try one more time. You know, find a you know like a certified Apple well, ma- mail in. You can place you could do or what are you going to say, yeah. Matt? Well, just, uh, Apple just seems to the way they <laughs> set. You need to make sure you get a, a bomber case if you get an Apple phone. I think that's just there's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a moron, and I'm the one who like dropped it far too many times. <laughs> so, got it. Nor- normally, I get a. Uh, well, I guess what, the thing to do, what I would do, is go f- uh, look up your, go on eBay, go find your phone, and just kind of see what some of the pri- see where, and so you can look at the difference between buying a replacement and and the cost of getting the screen repaired. And kind of see what right. the value of the phone is, and say, and then you can make a, a judge a value judgment based on, you know, the phone's three hundred bucks, the screen replacement's one hundred and fifty, you know, which one su- suits me better, or is it time to look, you know, at, at, at doing like a two year commitment with the with a with a uh, 
you know, with Verizon or AT&T or somebody and getting a newer phone. Right. You know, you, so. Yeah, and it's an ancient phone. It's, a, it's an iPhone 11. And that's the hard thing I'm having is um, I keep trying to find an OtterBox Defender case. And, but yeah. I can't find it just for an, a normal iPhone 11. Like, that's, that's the most annoying thing. Yep. Yeah, right? it, is it iPhone 11, like, so on and so forth, et cetera? And I'm like, no, it's just a normal iPhone 11. Huh. Can I just get that? I'm like, please? It's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, uh, just if it makes you feel any better, I'm rocking an iPhone 11 as we speak. And it's a great phone. <laughs> it really, right. it's, no, uh, it's, a good, it's, it's a good phone. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I think the eBay idea that Matt had was, uh, you know, I mean, if, I mean, you can go and buy one off of eBay, you know, for a, for a song and then just restore it off your, uh, you know, center your Apple ID when you fire it up and it'll restore sure. it from backup and you'll be back off to the races. So move, yeah. move the SIM right. card over. Yeah. So you, yeah, I just have to make, uh, make a value no, choice there. Verizon. What's that? I use Verizon, which is awful. Ah, uh, got it. Well, yeah. you know, there's only two yeah, infrastructures they, they, out they there, and they're soul. one of them. <laughs> so it's uh, well, I I live in a spot where Verizon really... doesn't work at all. You know, so it's um yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for hey. calling, Aaron. Good to hear your voice, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's really yep. good to hear your voice. And yep. I was bragging about you the other day. Oh, guys, I love you. <laughs> Likewise, buddy. Take care. Sam, I'm yep. still illegal. Yep. Right. All right. Oh, cell phone decisions. Yeah. It's so. a big deal, man. I mean, <laughs> we were talking about it for the show. I mean, they have phones with, was it a 36 month? Yeah, I was looking at. I was just looking month, at my uh, uh, my charging port on my iPhone 12 has died, so it's like oh. I'm charging it through wireless charging right now. But it's like, oh. well, do I, you know, po- but I went to. It's like, oh, they want you to pony up for three years for a, a new phone now, mm-hmm. and it sounds like you're yeah. talking about four years. So it's like, well, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, I'm sure that like a what is it, iPhone 16, you know, Pro, 15 Pro is like 1500 yeah. bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's. I mean, it's like. You know, consider my dad spent six times that on his first house. So <laughs> there you have it. That'll me- that'll melt your mind. <laughs> so, all right, well, take us out. You know what that music means, all right? You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk. Let's do it with Louie the Computer Guy. We will hey. be back on March fourth. All right. And we're we're starting to write the script for the uh, April one episode. So yeah, uh, stick around for that. Stuff.